Welcome to Pastor's Chat. Today I want to finish Romans chapter 12. You know, I've often thought uh, if I had a, a life's verse that is for practical living, it would be this verse in Romans 12, this very last verse, verse 21. Do not be overcome of evil, but overcome evil for good. For my life's verse as a brand new believer, I claimed Philippians 1, 6, being confident of this very thing, that He, God, who has begun a good work in you, He, God, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. That gave me this confidence that God's going to help me through any and everything that I face as a believer, anything I face in life. Confident of this very thing, God who began this good work in me of salvation and sanctification and living a life that pleases Him, He will through the Holy Spirit and the Word of God and through others in my life help me to be all that He wants me to be. But if I had a verse that I wanted to live by in a very practical sense, it would be Romans 12, 21. I think of it often as we look at the evil in the world and sometimes have been maligned. I've had a whole book written about me, basically, about how I'm a Jim Jones, a, a Hitler, and a Mussolini all wrapped up in one. I'm serious. And uh, how do you respond when people treat you in a very evil way? Well, Jesus gave us an example, the scripture tells us, and it was Jesus who said, don't return and if somebody plucks out your eye, don't turn around and try to pluck out their eye like it was in the Old Testament, or they knock out your tooth, you knock out their tooth. If they slap you on one cheek, turn to him the other also. And you go, wow, that's impossible. Jesus even said, after he gave this message, this Sermon on the Mount, that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not in any way enter the kingdom of God. Wow, that's a pretty high standard to set. Because in the old times, Jesus, as he went on to give this message, says, you heard it has been said, don't commit murder. But I say to you, if you hate your brother, you've committed murder. He says, don't commit adultery in the Old Testament. I say to you, if you looked on a woman to lust after her, you've already committed adultery in your heart. Jesus set a pretty high mark for us. How is that possible? Well, Jesus set an example for us. And this is Passion Week. And I can't help but think of the passage in the book of 1 Peter. And Peter was there with Jesus through that week. Peter was with Jesus for three and a half years. He was taught firsthand by Jesus himself about these things of dealing with suffering. And so Peter's writing a book about dealing with suffering. And let me just read these words of Peter as he uh, remembers what the Lord taught him. And he says, for in, in chapter uh, th uh, 2, uh, verse 19, for this is a gracious thing, when, mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it when you sin and are beaten for it that you endure? But if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure. This is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you might follow in his steps. He who committed, Jesus, who committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but uh, continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. 
He himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. Jesus, when he was reviled, he didn't turn around and curse the people that hurt him. When Jesus suffered, he took the suffering, and the Bible teaches he did it for us. Yes, and God, for Christ's sake, forgives us. And we, Ephesians 4 says, for Christ's sake, should be kind-hearted and forgive one another. And so when you return evil, when you return evil for evil, what good has that done? Even the lost world does that. But when you return good for evil, wow, that's miraculous. That's supernatural. That's God working in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Well, that's my prayer today, that we'll follow the example of Jesus Christ and help others find out who this Jesus really is as we live out our faith. God bless and have a wonderful day.